Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. I am one of your hosts, Lex, and I am here with our very new co-host. This is this is actually episode number three that you've done, though. Yeah, you did 52, 53, and now 54. All right. Man, you're on a hot streak. All right. <laughs> Simon. I guess I should say his name is Simon rather than just getting into conversation. That's me. If you guys don't know, we have a new schedule. So the second week of the month, we're going to do a comic book review. And, and I actually think I already have next month's done, but we'll talk about that towards the end. This month, we or this, yeah, this week we were going to talk about Ninjak, which I still call it Ninjak because originally, yeah, because Valiant, we'll talk about Valiant and stuff in a little bit, but it came out in like the 80s. And I remember picking up a few Valiant books. I picked up that, this book called Solar, this book called Rye, and Bloodshot. I got all these graphic novels as a kid, even though they were really kind of grown up, geared towards grown ups. And it was Ninjak. There was no separation <laughs> between Ninja K. And with this story that we read is the first introduction of that Ninja K. And and again, we'll talk about why they did that. But they kind of did, you know, how Weapon X was a thing with Wolverine. And then later on in comic books, they explained it as the Roman numeral X. And then they had all these other soldiers or whatever. Spoiler alert, if you don't read. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> man. Books. Ruined it, <laughs> but it, they kind of revamped it for that. And I, at first, I didn't like it, but then I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense, I guess, kind of." But before we get into all that, what's up, man? What's up? What's up with you? Nothing, dude. I'm enjoying this Jinro Soji Korean spirit, and it's good. And it's like five dollars, and it'll get you messed up, so that's fine. Yeah, where do they sell that at? Mm. In town. I just got it at the regular liquor store. Oh, nice. It's like South Korean MD. What is it? MD twenty twenty or MD? Yeah, I've seen. I've actually seen it at uh H Mart, we go to H Mart a lot here because if you don't know out there in the world, I, I try to embrace my Japanese heritage as much as possible because no one believes I'm Japanese. <laughs> like when I go when I go to H Mart, I'm one stereotype. Forgive me for this. I'm the tallest person there, <laughs> and uh, I'm the most brown person there. So they're just like, oh, this guy, why is he here? He has a you know an anime fetish or something. But I genuinely grew up eating all Japanese food and using all Japanese products. So it's very cool to when we were kids. My my aunt would, because uh, she lives in Hawaii, she would send us a bunch of stuff, and we would just, that would be the only place we could get it. Mm. It's cool to have a, a store close to us that we can go to, and I can buy expensive rice. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I was looking at some of them the other day. I was looking, uh, they have like a beer aisle, they have Japanese beers, that some of them that I get. And I was looking at some of that, the, the spirits you were talking about. I always wondered if they were good. I don't want to buy it and be like, well, what is that? <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. So it's pretty good. Like the grapefruit one is pretty good. I did get a plum one, which straight mm-hmm. up tastes like cough medicine, uh, which I don't mind. But <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, you're talking to a guy that when we were in college together would buy MDs and actually did not mind the yeah. taste. Like you would have the worst hangover. Yeah, the orange. Yeah, the orange Jubilee one <laughs> is the one I got. Every night we would go out. Yeah, man. You can't beat it. It's so cheap. This stuff, like I said, is like $5, and yeah. one and a half will get you pretty good. <laughs> so. It was so cheap, and, and realistically, I could pay $2 and get an MD2020 and then you know, already have a buzz or be drunk by the time I go out. And then I spend less. Well, it didn't end up like that, but I would try to spend less money than I would have. Yeah. Pre-game and getting ahead of the game. I like that. Yeah, man. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Depending on where we're from, like the drinks were cheap as hell, so I don't know why we, we felt the <laughs> yeah, need I remember to be that proactive. The first time we went to a bar in Dallas, and I was like, "How much?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And it's like buying drinks for $80 at a place that we used to go to called Stage West. You could buy everyone in the whole place drinks and shots and stuff for 80, 80 90 bucks. Mm-hmm. But you go okay. to Dallas and some of our friends moved there and we started going out more there. And it, $80 would be like you and one other person's drinks <laughs> for an hour. Yeah, there's this scene in this movie called The Girl and Guy's Guide to Getting Down. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he goes, I, I don't, it was like an independent movie, but it's got Mr. Belding in it. Um, oh, wow. But it's like a documentary on how to party. And one one part of it, this guy's at the bar and he orders two drinks and the guy's like 70. And the dude's like, 70 what? <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> that's, that's how exactly I felt. exactly how it is, yeah. And luckily, <laughs> uh, our friends are in the bar scene so they take they help us out a lot but uh it's rough i, yeah. I would never go out there if that wasn't the case right yeah i don't think i could afford to go out there. <laughs> jesus uh one drink please yeah right can you just make me half a drink and just fill the rest yeah. of it up with water hold the egg yolk <laughs> yeah right so what about have you been reading any comic books i know you said that you had mentioned in a, in a conversation we were having that you got into not only the one we read for this week but bat, the continuing batman adventures book so as we discussed, I've been reading it on this website because I cannot get it. I could not find it. The most recent uh, issues I could not find mm-hmm. on DC Universe, which is confounding considering I pay for that and it's supposed to be up to date with DC titles. Yeah, that that thing's coming, but it ain't there. Coming crashing uh, down. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan right now. It's kind of pissing me off. They did have some of the older issues from like the 90s. They got a lot of comic books on there, man. They have like 50,000 or something like that. Yeah, which surprised me. I don't know. But they're all old. Well, they got some new stuff on there too. Yeah. And then I have been reading the uh, Goblin Slayer. I read most of that. Oh, nice. See, that's one that's on my list. I'm finishing up Berserk right now. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about Eastern comics. Um, I'm finishing up Berserk right now, but Goblin Slayer is on my list. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Have you ever read Berserk? I haven't. I've I've heard about it, but I haven't haven't read it. I think you'll like it. I'll have to look it up. I, can get it I think you'll like it. Uh, what do you think about the Batman Adventures? I like the first issue. That's the only one I read because, like you, I I haven't I haven't been to my comic book shop and I haven't gotten it online. So I get the art style is a little too bright for me. You know, the big mm-hmm. thing about, and I'm sure most people know this, but the coolest thing about the Batman Adventures. TV shows that they used black paper or black backgrounds and then drew up from that rather than yeah. white and then drawing in the uh, shadows and stuff. So, like in the Superman show, yeah, that's I mean, it's cool. very opposite contrast in those two shows, right? And that's when they revived, they had the new adventures of Batman or whatever when that was with, from the popularity of that Superman. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so it's a little too bright for me to be a Batman book, mm-hmm. otherwise, it's okay, I guess. The story structure kind of makes sense because the show itself was kind of a monster of the week type deal. It rarely had Mm -hmm. continuing storylines. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, seriously. So I guess it holds true to that, but I don't know. I like it for nostalgia's sake, but it's... Same. I don't know. I guess I expect more because, I mean, the the cartoon still holds up, so... It really does. Which animation style do you like? Do you like the original Batman the Animated Series or do you like the new adventures of batman and robin or batman whatever it was called mm-hmm. i don't know man i kind of like the newer the new adventure style a lot mm-hmm. joker with the black eyes and the white pupils i don't know they're both good but i do like the edgier style yeah they are both good i like the old school style but there are parts of like that you know i just thought like you know catwoman look was lame to me uh the new one mm-hmm yeah yeah i agree with that i didn't like the batmobile as much the batmobile in the old one was just classic oh dude so good 
Uh, but yeah, I like both of them. They're both good. So good. So <laughs> before we jump into actually talking about uh, the comic book that we read, I got some brief, you know, uh, what is it? Current events, I guess. <laughs> not really. For like normal people, they're not current events because there's like a global pandemic going on. No one, no one cares <laughs> yeah. about this. Nobody stuff. cares anymore. <laughs> everybody's over it. Yeah, everybody's going back to work. Like you said, your wife's going back to work. I'm going back to work next week. I'm not really thrilled about it. Like I'm, this whole time I've been talking, like, man, I can't wait to get back to work. And then they call me like, hey, man, we'll see you Monday. And I was just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> Nicole is excited and also like, you know, apprehensive about the whole deal. Yeah, I bet. But again, she has she has been working the entire time too. So, but working mm-hmm. from home. Yeah, me not so much. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see. We got some news uh, from what I gathered. There hasn't been a lot going on. Everybody's locked down, kind of. Some people are getting back to work. Uh, but let's see. So, San Diego Comic Con, and I, I was thinking that this was going to happen, but they they canceled the comic-con this year which is pretty big because mm. it's been going on for so many years now and it's a huge news outlet for nerds they love it so much and i've always wanted to go honestly a few years ago i tried to buy tickets to go but that didn't happen because some you have to buy like a token and then you have to wait in line and then it's like a random lottery <laughs> it's like, yeah it's like national treasure just to get a ticket <laughs> and it's like I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I'm too afraid that I'm going to miss uh, some steps, so I just don't do it. Jeez, yeah. This year they're doing Comic-Con at Home 2020, which I don't know how they're going to do it. I've I've taken part of some online comic book conventions this year. There was an At Home Con, and there was also Mainframe Comic Con that I took part of them. There was very, very cool. Like There was an interview with Donny Cates, one of the writers that I really enjoy right mm-hmm. now, uh, Kevin Eastman. Yeah, I'm sure most of you guys know who that is. Yeah, Kevin Smith. Sometimes I like him. Sometimes I don't. Yeah, he was he was there. There's a lot of people. Lam, Lam, I can't remember the guy. He played Winston in New Girl. Oh yeah, that guy's great. Yeah, he was on there for an interview, and you know you could be in the chat and interacting with those people, and and they would answer. It was very cool, very uh, laid back. And so we're I'm interested to see how San Diego Comic Con at Home 2020 is going to be. I'm sure you and I will try to participate. Mm-hmm and the things that we can at home 2020 yeah how are they gonna have those ridiculously priced like resale items that Action they always, figures yeah. And stuff? yeah i don't know they'll probably figure out a way to do it for sure yeah and they'll probably auction off like zoom hangouts with celebrities like hey you can i'll talk to you for 10 minutes for 150 dollars or something like that yeah right they'll find a way to make like a buttload of money and I, I know they will It'll be heavily commercialized, yeah. I'm sure. I wonder if they could just charge to be involved. That would be insane. Yeah, like because so Zoom has passwords and everything, or you know access codes. I wonder mm-hmm. if they charge like a certain amount of money. But then people of the internet are relentless, though. They might make more money if they charge if they charged everybody like twenty bucks on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Dude, they could make so much money. They could make more money than they would just selling tickets because there's a max capacity mm-hmm. in those places. Yeah, but the internet's relentless. As soon as one person on the internet gets the access code, they're going to put it on, you know, Reddit or something. Unless they make it like individual. Yeah, they'd they'd have to make it. Yeah, individual access codes or something. Either way, I'm sure they'll make a buttload of money. Yeah, don't worry about them. They're not. Hurting. Yeah, they're not. They're not gonna. They're not gonna not do it. But yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with like the big reveals. You know, because we should have been getting a Eternals trailer. Mm-hmm. Venom was supposed to come out in October, so we should have been getting a Venom trailer. Oh, really? The new one was supposed to be out in October. Yeah, it was like October third. It was. It's done. It was supposed to come out, but they pushed it back. Really? Eternals got pushed back too. It was supposed to come out in November. Yeah, I remember you saying that last time that got pushed that got pushed to 2021 because black widow got pushed back so we'll see 
I don't know. There's a few things that they should come out with trailers for. Yeah. Not to mention the entire lineup of Disney Plus shows that are supposed to be coming out. <laughs> well, they stopped filming some of those, so I wonder. Yeah, like Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be almost done. They had like two weeks left. Yeah, I'm really sad. And they shut it down. <laughs> I, was, I was excited about that one. Yeah. I'm really excited about the Wanda and Vision one. I think that one's done, maybe. I'm really excited about these things, but I'm glad that they're being safe, you know? I don't know. It's like, mm-hmm. ugh, come on, man. <laughs> but. Yeah. You know what they should do, which they, they haven't made any you know, announcement that they're going to do, but that What If show that they're coming out with, mm-hmm. that has it's all animated, even though it's different styles, and they're doing like different versions of the MCU movies and like other stories. They have it done, but they're still not releasing it until 2021. I was like, instead, just change the lineup. You know, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier can't come out this fall because they have to finish it. Just give people something, because Disney Plus is kind of lacking, if you ask me. I don't know. I mean, it is if you're in in it for Star Wars and Marvel. If you Mm -hmm. just want to watch, if you want to catch up on old Disney shows that you grew up, you know, with. It's all there, but no, I agree. Like for me, it's the same as DC Universe. I'm like, okay, uh, I bought this for this stuff. Now give it mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, it's true. And, and I do watch. I mean, I still Star Wars has been holding that thing together for me because I just finished Clone Wars, which amazing ending. I don't know if you watched Clone Wars at all. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to catch up on it. I'm I'm trying to watch it in order, mm-hmm. whatever the proper order is, which is kind of tough. Yeah. The ending is so good. I just finished it, and The Mandalorian was good. I've actually just rewatched that because I, I don't know. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Bored out of my mind. <laughs> but I'm with you. DC, it's just like the DC Universe app, or some people have the Marvel app for other reasons. It's one of those things that you know what you're kind of paying for when yeah. you get it. Not so much like Netflix or one of those other big names. <laughs> we can't mention Yeah, actually, I'm sorry. Don't sue us. <laughs> Uh, speaking of like the DC Universe app, the DC Universe digital app has seen a major increase in readership from February to April. I guess, you know, probably because people are, are locked down. Why are they locked down, Lex? Because of the <laughs> coronavirus, COVID-19. What? Just scary thing that's been going on. I don't know if you've left your house. <laughs> no, man, I had no idea. <laughs> but it's very cool. Like uh, one of the ones they put on there is Batman and the White Knight. I just, we just talked about that yesterday or the day before yesterday. They yeah. the day before yesterday. <laughs> Or the day before, um, which is really good. It's a really, really good Batman story, and the sequel is actually really good too. So if you're out there, I strongly recommend it. And another one is the Batman Who Laughs, which I am just not a fan of. I know a lot of people love it, and I am just I'm tired of it. I wish he would just die. I wasn't a fan. I started reading, uh, what is it, DC Metals mm-hmm. or whatever. That's where it I starts. Yeah. Yeah, I started reading that, and I saw him in there. I was like, ugh, everybody's going to be about the... I was okay with him at first in that that contained story. Even though that story came out of left field, it was kind of weird. Yeah. I was okay with him, but then he he made his way into the regular universe, and then he's... Which, to me, is just kind of silly, man. That's what happens, though. You see a little popularity in any either one, Marvel or DC. They run with it. They're like, "Yeah, dude, we got everybody loves us. We got to do yeah, it." Yeah, that's like Old Man Logan. They put him in. So Wolverine died in the main comics, and then the popularity of that story in Old Man Logan. They were like, "You know what? We'll just we can't not have Wolverine in a comic book. We just can't, we can't." Yeah, he literally prints money. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll just this story was really popular. 
We'll pull him out and we'll just pluck him into the regular universe. Like it's no big deal. <laughs> we got Wolverine and he joined all the teams. He was, you know, hung out with the Avengers and did all that stuff. It was literally just Wolverine with white hair. Yeah. It was, it was gross, man. So yeah, gross. It's, I don't know. Uh, but I, I brought that up with DC because I really, as you kind of mentioned before, I've really been kind of wondering why why I even have the app. Yeah, I'm the same. It has a buttload of comics, and I, I do read quite a bit of comics on there, but I also have Comixology, the Unlimited, so it, it also has a lot of DC books on there. And then the shows are just, I don't know, most of them are going to the HBO Max program some of them are going to cw like swamp thing the first season uh or cw just got the rights to swamp thing and they're going to air the first season on that channel what uh what's going to um hbo max doom patrol oh see and that's the only show i like and we mm-hmm. were talking about get hbo max so yeah i'm probably gonna fine. get hbo max too just because well i think we get we get it already because we have hbo Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think they're doing some sort of deal that if you have HBO Go or whatever now, you automatically right. get it for a year or something like that. Huh. But um, yeah, that's going on there. Titans is going on there, and then future spinoffs of Titans are going to go on there. Hmm. So it's like, why do that's I? Good point. <laughs> why do I have it? Like Young Justice, yeah, I guess. But do I do I really want to pay twelve dollars a month or whatever? You could just buy the season when it comes out. Yeah, exactly. I was like. Do I really want to do that? And then they probably put it. They honestly will probably put Young Justice on there if it gets picked up for another season. Yeah, because every app has to have an animation part of it. I, I'm so surprised at, at DCU's. Like, I don't know. It's just so lackluster as far as what they offer. I mean, they have a lot of content that they pull from their old catalog, mm-hmm. but I'm surprised at how few movies are on there. There's some some Superman and Watchmen. Yeah, I, I think, think it has to do with the HBO Max thing coming out. When it first came out, I was really impressed with DC Universe. Yeah. I was. All the shows? Yeah, they just didn't update it. I mean, they didn't even put they haven't even put uh Superman Red Sun on there. That's so silly. Which I feel like if you're paying for the service, you should get it at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I was excited about uh the newest Justice League Dark cuz they were doing this thing where the movie would come out, animated movie would come out, and then a week later they would drop it on DC Universe. And mm-hmm. so I made this big deal about like, I was so excited because it's supposed to be like the end of the franchise, the DC animated universe, whatever. I was like, I'm excited to see this. I'm going to live tweet all my reactions from it. And then it was, I look, I went on the DC universe app. It wasn't there. So I was like, oh, okay. They've been good enough. I'll go on you know my PlayStation and rent it. Well, you can't even rent it. It's just, you can only buy it for $20. Wow. It's like, what? That's weak shit. I was like, I don't know. So you're telling me I pay for the DC Universe app, which I should be getting it on there because there's nothing new on there not right now. Right. And I, then I can't even rent. I can't even give you money to rent it. Yeah, let's just <laughs> burn it down, man. It's like, why? So I haven't seen it yet. That's weak. Yeah. It's, it's so lame. <laughs> but whatever. When I'll see it whenever it's available to the masses or I will... Have someone who watch it illegally in the background and I'll peek at it. <laughs> <laughs> live tweet it. I'll, I'll I'll have someone live tweet it. Just yeah, right. Someone send me just stills yeah, of the entire give thing. Give me the breakdown. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> Speaking of abs, Marvel is shutting down their digital comic store. Which when I read that headline, I was like, that does, that seems like bad timing. Like, why would you do that? People are reading more digital comics right now than ever. 
But it's just kind of misleading because they're still selling comic books through the Marvel. Marvel has a, just an unlimited app. It's called mm-hmm. Marvel Unlimited. So you can still get your digital comics on that and you can still get them on Comixology. They actually have a massive library on Comixology, which if you have the unlimited part of it, you can get most of their titles. So they're shutting down their store. I guess they just had an online st- shop that you can go and buy single issues of books. with Like hard copies? No, just digital copies. I don't, oh. I don't know anybody that was actually doing that, though. That's interesting. So they're shut- I guess that's why they're shutting it down. <laughs> yeah, all right. They're shutting that down. But if you have bought comic books, if you're one of those weird people that buy single-issue digital comic books, there you will still have access to all those. But I think you'll have to use Comixology or the Marvel Unlimited app. So, But I could be wrong, so you should probably look into it if you're one of those weirdos. Yeah, weirdos. <laughs> you don't belong. Yeah, right. You're weird. No, I'm <laughs> So Rob Liefeld, everybody loves him. He's favorite. He's such an interesting guy. Best artist ever. Dude, I follow him on Twitter and he is hilarious. Because <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't. He said that he knows that they're not making Deadpool. He just says all these random things. Like he knows they're not making Deadpool three. They have no. They have no plans to do it. He made this picture, the side by side picture of Deadpool and X Men Wolverine Origins with the the uh, silenced mouth. Mm-hmm. And the blades coming out of his arm. You mean the best version of Deadpool? <laughs> he did a side by side picture of that one, and then Deadpool, and underneath it was like without Liefeld's input, and then with Liefeld's input, and everybody down low was like, "Dude, what? You had no input on any of these movies? <laughs> what are you talking about?" Donald Trump in it, man. He's just yeah. making up alt history. He's so stupid. But he did. He creates these ultra '90s characters. If you think about '90 '90s comic book characters. He's had some sort of influence on them, especially if they don't have feet. <laughs> like if you don't see their feet at all, or if they're like their feet, Tiniest. their feet are behind rocks or they're in shadows. He definitely drew it. <laughs> or they have the longest, like if there's a woman character and she's got the longest arched yeah, back and the tiniest waist. Just be, yeah, just be broken <laughs> and physically impossible. He has a very, I mean, that's what I think of when I think of 90s comics. I very distinctly think of his pouches one million pouches like on, on cable yeah yeah <laughs> what was the, what's that one that he did though that was uh, didn't he do an image comic young blood that's it yeah that's what i think of when i think of rob blyfield yeah well young blood was cool he actually made a uh so he doesn't work with image anymore he made a book that came out i think last year or it's about to come out i don't know i don't read much of his stuff anymore. <laughs> but it's exactly like young blood like the characters are pretty much all the same. They're just different colors and, and altered backstories. That guy's just a hack. <laughs> but he's he's got money coming in. His project that he had way back in the day called Profit, and they're getting a movie adaption. Nice. Based in the producer Mark Guggenheim from the Arrowverse. Wow. He's going to be, uh, I guess he made the script already, which you know, I have mixed feelings about the Arrowverse. It's, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's CW it. corn, but it's good. Yeah, I mean, I watch, it's like is. a soap opera comic book show, right? Yeah, Which I watch it. I'm not going to sit here and shit on like I don't watch it. I do. Yeah, it's but like, it's like wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, it's bad, but you, I've already invested. <laughs> and Prophet was an okay character. It's, I don't know. It's it's Liefeld. So he was a homeless guy living around the World War II era. And he volunteered, like most homeless people do, for medical experiments. 
and he the guy was actually i think his name was dr wells i don't know which is the same guy from flash i think not they're not related oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i got you uh a time he was a time traveling scientist who used these dna experiments to basically transform this guy into a super soldier but this programming was like evil and then dr wells had like a change of heart and changed his programming from evil to like a strong believer in god so think extreme version of bible man do you remember bible man dude i so, <laughs> i so remember bible man so, so, <laughs> you know if you remember his suit was purple and yeah dude prophet's, he had a gold man prophet's suit is purple and he has a copper mask oh my so, god that's great so now i'm just putting two and two together that rob liefeld saw an infomercial of bible man and then dude. wrote this prophet book Bible Man was played by a famous actor too. Was it? We'll to look that up. I can't remember who it was, but it was definitely like a famous actor. God. Wow. Uh, yeah, my grandma bought me a <laughs> Bible Man VHS. Man, I rock. I would. I'm actually going to start looking for some Bible Man. I think I, I'm sure they had some issues. I'm sure they made a comic book. That would be silly if they didn't. So I'm going to start looking for some of that. Just go to Mardell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm sure they have it because every. I feel like everything in Mardell's is dusty. Like it's been yeah. there for 20 years. You're like this is the perfect <laughs> thing. I'm so glad I found this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and then they in, they introduce some of the like Winter Soldier aspects. So he wakes up in the future to fight disciples of i don't know it it's weird but he discovers that he wasn't in stasis the entire time he they used him in the vietnam war and they used him in all these different situations to hurt people so winter soldier meets bible man it actually sounds like a pretty good movie so whenever it's never going to come out i'm saying it right now i think once they read the script like the actual like executives and stuff they're gonna be like we're not we're not this is unwatchable i don't know man (laughs) they've they've made some crap movies uh it's probably possible that's true and there was and i will say before someone attacks me online i will say that they made a revival for profit in uh 2012 that i have no i I don't know anything about the story i do have the first issue downloaded because i was going to read it but i didn't because i just thought it was going to be bad (laughs) it looks it actually looks pretty good so that one might be good and that might be what they're going off of hopefully and once i read it then i will tell you guys if it's terrible or not but yeah so there it is prophet bible man meets winter soldier (laughs) coming to a theater near you (laughs) that should be their tagline i would watch that movie yeah if you if you advertise it properly i'll watch it yeah you know everybody knows who bible man is let me know how terrible it's gonna be and i'll go see it all right what else do i got have you ever read god country it's an image book I don't listen to country music, man. Oh, I think you would really like this one. I mean, I like image books. Over the past few years, I've been reading more indie titles than Marvel and DC. But this one, I I think you'd really like. It's about an old man who finds this alien sword. Mm. But it's like big, stupid Final Fantasy sword. It's like he shouldn't be able to hold it with one hand. Yeah. It's like bigger than his body. And uh, the guy that the sword belongs to comes back to get it. And this whole, it's, it's a deeper story to it, but that's the gist of it. It's very good. I think they got option for a movie. It's written by Donny Cates. If you don't know who he is out there in the world, he's doing the current Venom book. He's actually doing the current Thor work. He did Venom. He did absolute carnage. Now he's doing Thor. Huh. He, uh, he did it. It's a great book. Like I said, I'm sure I think it's got option for a movie 
maybe we'll read that next month. I don't know. It's a toss-up between two different books. That book is getting a spinoff. So if you're out there and you're a fan of God Country, it's getting a spinoff. Hopefully it's good. Spinoffs are, are weird to me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. I'm excited to see more of that world, though. So that's for you guys out there that have read God Country. Uh, what else do I got? Oh, Bo-Katan from Star Wars uh, Clone Wars. The chick that played Bo-Katan's voice. She's like a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, she, the same chick that played her voice is going to play her in the live action or a live action version of her in Star Wars: The Mandalorian season two. Awesome! So that's yeah. really cool because I like that character that and I like cool. that actress because she was in Nerd Moment: Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah, wow. deep cuts, man. I I never watched that. Yeah, you're not you're not at the nerd level. I am. Uh, I just can't watch TV. I just don't watch TV. I'm like Dungeon Master. <laughs> I have played. Have you ever played D and D though? I feel like no. I, I do want to. <laughs> uh, let's start it up, man. I actually had a character. He was a dwarf, and he had a sled dog. It's cool shit. I think you could do it online too, right? I think so. It'd be fun. I think you. I think you could do it online. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, I'm down. I've always wanted to, man. I really have. It's fun. I mean, it's just pretending, but I mean, it's fun. Because like when we would play Hero Clicks together back in the day, I had a blast. Like that was the some of the funnest times to me. Yeah, and you know if we got some of our folks in there, they would be all about it. Yeah, like way too into it. Yeah, and then it would burn us all out. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, everybody would get really into it for like three or four weeks, and then we would just be like, ah, it's yeah. not worth it. <laughs> not fun. Getting I'm getting emotionally invested in it. It's not. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that. Uh, but yeah, we should look into it. I'm actually going to look into that. Yeah. So that might be something. We might be able to even like record it so we can use it as some sort of sleazy content grab. That'd be dope. Also, <laughs> I've uh, I've been saving this for you guys so we can post it on our Instagram, but I've got some new stuff in. I'm going to do yeah. some unpacking videos that we can post to Instagram or whatever. Uh, yeah. Unboxing. Uh, but I just thought that'd be kind of fun. I was waiting on this neat vaporwave background that i got <clears throat> dude it's the uh you have no idea how excited i am for this yeah great wave of what is it great wave of shiragami i, I don't remember i have no idea uh anyway uh but yeah i got some cool stuff so stay tuned hell yeah i'm excited about that and i'm sure a lot of people are some people like i, I used to make fun of people that did unboxing and stuff but then i would find myself three hours in like watching unboxing videos. <laughs> yeah. like, what am I? What? What? Is like, happening? what am I doing? What am I doing? Like, really? Because my son will watch these these kid videos, and these kids make like eighty million dollars a year just playing with toys. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, how does he watch that? And then I put the kids to sleep, and then I get on YouTube, and then I find myself, like I said, two hours in watching someone unbox a toy that I'm interested in. Right. And so I have a theory about that, um, mm. about children. And I, I've always wondered, you know, is that healthy for kids to watch unwrapping videos or like blind box videos? But then I thought about it. I'm like, well, you know, kids like want stuff. They want it. You know, they see a, mm -hmm. they see an advertisement and they're like, Oh man, did you see that new Nerf gun? I gotta have it. I'm like, if they watch unboxing videos, I know psychologically speaking that they say, if someone else is playing a game and you watch a let's play, you get the same satisfaction as if you were yeah. playing the game. Mm -hmm. So do you think your child mm -hmm. gets the same satisfaction of like opening in a toy by watching someone else? 
I really do. He doesn't really ask for a lot of toys. Yeah. So so maybe. Like, he does. Like, when we go to the store and he'll see something, he'll be like, oh, hey, that's pretty cool. I saw that. Yeah. Like, do you want it? And he was like, yeah, I didn't know that was an option. Right, yeah. <laughs> so. And then, so, yeah, probably. I just wonder. I'm like, well, you know, doesn't seem that unhealthy. Yeah, it's like extreme. It's a little weird. Extreme window shopping is what I call it. Because mm-hmm. I'm a textbook window shopper, so I will go online and yeah. and I send you stuff all the time. That like I want to buy this, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get. I'm totally buying yeah. this. It's in the cart right now. Yeah, my cart is just massive, just the stuff that we're like we don't sell this anymore. Most of it's like we are we're sold out. We don't we don't have this. We quit but selling this years ago, man. This is extreme window shopping because not only I'm taking that addiction of window shopping to the next level, I'm actually paying. It's like a smut film i'm paying to watch the money like slowly (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like all the lights are off in my house i'm like under my blanket watching someone unbox a ninja turtle toy yeah i mean a smut film would be them like (laughs) ripping it up like ripping the box off not being careful rubbing it in mud or something (laughs) weird (laughs) so stupid so stupid Back on track. So, <laughs> Disney Plus has confirmed, and this is a little old. This is like a few weeks ago, but they're doing Ironheart as a Disney Plus show, which I thought was pretty cool. I thought that he died in the end. They like quartered and uh, drawn and drawn and quartered <laughs> Mel Gibson at the end of that. Yes, they did. But they're bringing him back in AI. He's got an Iron Man style horse, and he's got oh, Iron Man okay. on him. I'd pay to see that. Oh. No, but Riri Williams is a character. She's a genius. She built her own Iron Man armor. And then when, in the comics, when Tony Stark died or was in a coma, as he does in comic books, she kind of took over as Iron Man for a little while. And then she became her own character, Ironheart. So it would be cool. Tony, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is dead. Spoiler alert in the MCU. <laughs> You're killing me. So it'd be cool. And there has been talks for Robert Downey Jr. to reprise his role as Tony Stark in the MCU which I don't know how you feel about that. I think it's a terrible idea. Only I would, I don't know. Even, even at the idea of like an AI, mm-hmm. because I know he was in the comics. He was like a holographic image for a little while. And that's what, yeah, that's what I was going to go at. I don't know. I don't know if I, I kind of feel like he needs to be dead. Yeah. Because he can't carry it forever. When he was in a coma uh, to kind of coach Riri Williams, he was kind of like the AI for her. So like Friday, Mm-hmm. And then he was like a blue head of Robert Downey Jr. It was not well, Tony Stark. <laughs> well, so, and if they weren't going to do that for Spider-Man, I don't know why they would carry that into her into her character. Yeah. So I don't know. Especially because they built it built it up as their yeah because they actually had a relationship. Spider or Peter Parker and Tony right. Stark. So that would be the part. Like I honestly thought whenever we put those glasses on, right, that it was going to be Robert Downey Jr.'s voice and he was going to co- coach him through the movie, and it was going to serve as like a like final thoughts of Tony Stark, but I'm, I am glad they didn't do that because he died, but it yeah. would have been all right. I, I could only see him as like at the end, you know, his will or whatever. Yeah. His last words. I could see him as like holographic images kind of say she finds a cache of his armor somewhere or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Hey, you found this shit. Here you go. Yeah. That, that thing. But I don't want to see him as like a major character that's talking directly to her. Yeah, sense? like it's not it's not actually AI. It's more of like you said, recordings of yeah. like maybe him working in the in his lab or something like that. Yeah, you have to write. The, my responses are limited. You have to ask the right question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that'd be cool. Yeah, I get it. I think he's going to be in Black Widow. Hmm. 
Nah, yeah, I, I mean, it makes sense then. I hate yeah. to, yeah, because he's supposed to be alive. I'm really, I'm really weird about that Black Widow movie. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good, but I just don't, I don't know. I have it doesn't a fe- make sense at this point. It doesn't make sense. It should have came out before, kind of like Captain Marvel should have came out a long time ago. Right. I have a feeling they're going to do some weird thing that she's she's still alive or something like that. I don't know. I don't dislike her character. She just yeah. kind of is outmatched. Big Same time. with Hawkeye. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. Even less than Hawkeye, though, I feel I feel like. Mm, I don't know. I feel like she has more screen presence and importance than Hawkeye. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like, if you're if we're just talking about in a battle who can do more yeah she does just fire the pistols <laughs> that scene that they do the first avengers movie where they do like the rotating roster thing there's mm-hmm. like thor hulk captain america they show all these guys hawkeye you know he has all the trick arrows and everything but then they show her with this like the tiniest pistol and that's all she has <laughs> yeah like a couple of nine millimeters <laughs> but in, her, in that scene she only has one in her hand so it's like what is she really going to do with these aliens <laughs> <laughs> and giant space dragons? I mean, she did do a lot of stuff, but yeah, still, I agree. I agree with that. Don't me to us. I do like, yeah, I do like her story. I do. I, Scarlett Johansson is an incredible actress and dropped it gorgeous. So yeah, incredible, incredible bootay. <laughs> yeah. So I would love to see more of her. I just think it's weird. I didn't like that. They killed her off. I thought they should have killed Hawkeye off. Uh, 100% agree <laughs> <laughs> for me it didn't make sense he murdered a bunch of people they set it up perfectly like even though yeah he, he has a family and stuff he he also murdered a bunch of people <laughs> yeah the laws there's still laws he would have to go to jail and that mohawk mm, you should just die for that yeah that was so weird it just it just made more sense for him to die but i guess i don't know maybe it'll make more sense when the movie yeah. comes out we shall see <laughs> I, don't, I don't have high hopes yeah. for it I don't have high hopes for a lot of movies. I really hope I'm I'm putting a lot of stock into the Eternals. I'll be completely honest when when after Infinity War, they're all just kind of like whatever's to me. Even Spider Man, yeah. I enjoyed, but it was like, oh mm-hmm. man, it's not the same. <laughs> like, it's definitely not. Like some some people hate Spider Man Far From Home. It was entertaining to me. I didn't. I don't. I didn't know that was a consensus. I don't hate it. It's got yeah. a weird story, but yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of people that hate it. They say it's one of the worst Spider-Man movies. Really? Oh, Which come on. I think it's weird because it's it's absolutely one of the better Spider-Man movies, right. just in terms of like cinematography and Everything. graphics and <laughs> <Everything> <laughs> you know, like acting. <laughs> it's significantly better. And I'm just saying this: the new Spider-Man, whatever the trilogy, you know, whatever the third one will be, will be better than the old trilogy, mm-hmm. just in terms of cinematography and things like that. Just because that movie's old. Yeah, you know, and it's it's it does hold up, I guess. I watched Spider Man one the other day, and I was like, okay, I like this way more than I remember. Spider Man, like Spider Man one, like two thousand one, with uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched that not too long ago too. I was like, oh, okay. I, I rewatched it, and I actually rewatched Spider Man three recently, and I enjoyed that movie. Besides Venom, like we talked about last time, if you yeah. take Venom out of it, I actually enjoy. It. I liked Sandman. There's a good movie in there. The Goblin was weird. I didn't think you even needed him in there, but right. Yeah, there's definitely something. There's something good buried in there. Yeah, and even the same thing with the kid from Amazing Spider-Man. Um, I say kid, but I'm sure we're the same age. Uh, <laughs> what is his name? Andrew Garfield. I thought that he I Andrew thought, Garfield. Yeah, I thought he made a good Spider-Man, and an okay Peter Parker. I and mean, he made a good like an um, okay modern Peter Parker. He's a little mm-hmm. angsty. A little too cool. Yeah, he was, I like nerdy he was Peter cool. Parker. 
but I did like that movie, and I I, I feel like a lot of people crapped on Spider Amazing Spider Man two, and again it had some bad mm-hmm. parts, but there was a good movie <laughs> somewhere in there. His suit was great. I'll I'll give it that. I really it's one of my favorite suits. Better than the first one. I didn't like Amazing Spider Man suit. Yeah, they're like with, with the yellow eyes, diver suit or something. It's just strange. Yeah, I, I didn't like that. Oh well. Okay, let's get into <laughs> what we're here to talk about. We reviewed Ninja K. It was a revamp. So Valiant Comics came around in like 1989. It was a former Marvel Comics editor-in-chief, Jim Shooter. Jim Shooter. He, along, he with his partner, I don't even remember this guy's name. But they, they and I, again, I remember buying these back in the day at a comic book shop and just like being kind of into them. But then it's like, there's no Spider-Man. Yeah, what is was the kids. So I was like, I'm not reading this. There's no Spider-Man. Why am I reading this? But they actually were pretty good. They got revamped so many times, though. And so so some people you know, hit, will hit me up or I'll be in some sort of conversation where they're like, I want to get into Valiant, but it's getting into a brand new universe. And it's been around since the 80s, even though it's been you know revived so many different times. Where do I start? And so Ninja K, or Ninja, however you want to <laughs> say it, <laughs> the way we started, I think it's a good introduction. Even though I thought that going into it, but reading it, they do talk about some old stuff that happened. They do talk about like some some wars, some team ups. There's a character, a love interest that is obviously from another story. So there was some context that was missing. But uh, overall, I enjoyed this. This is my first time actually reading this revamp. And overall, I enjoyed it. What did you think of it, Sam? I know, like I said, we talked a little bit before this. While I was going through and reading it, I was like, oh, I think someone's going to hate this. And he's going to want to quit the podcast. He's like, this is dumb. I don't want to read any more stupid comic books. I was like, I way to way to shoot myself in the foot with this one. What would you think? Uh, overall, I liked it. I liked the art in the book. There was only, oh yeah, yeah there was, was only one that I didn't like that much, um, and it was more of I and it. So I'll go through it. Like so, the names were hmm. confusing, and I'll say, I'll say that only because it's like ninja letter, you know. So no. Yeah, Ninja right. A is how the story starts out. This is the first one, and then they train right. B and C. Ones. Yeah, so when they're like, oh, you know what happened to Ninja C? I'm like, which one was that? I don't remember. I'm yeah. not very good remembering just, that stuff in general. But it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was okay with it until they they meet the old guy, Ninja D, and he's like, hey, so I need to go talk to Ninja D's backups. And yeah. he's like, well one two and three are dead and it's like ninja d3 and i was like what the right yeah this? that was kind of confusing <laughs> why and then the art for uh i can't remember i just can't remember uh the black woman uh uh-huh. ninja g or j one of those yeah so i thought her story was pretty cool but i didn't really like the art so much in that book yeah, same um the rest of it's really cool I like it. I don't understand why they gave him like the Scott Summers '90s Cyclops hair popping out of his mask. Yeah, uh, but his costume was pretty cool. So overall, I liked it. I hate that, and I like that. It's one of those like, okay, if you know me, I like really bad comics and I like really good <laughs> comics. Like my favorite character right. is Rom. I like old Captain Marvel. He has the outside hair <laughs> of the mask thing, right. and so I I like that, even though I. You know, you said if you you know if you tell me how bad the movie is, you'll still watch it. If you if I know how bad it is going into it, I'm in. So, so I did like that part. Yeah, 
and I'm so and I'm kind of the same way. Like I'm like, well, it distinguishes him as the character that you see him as. So I don't know. His costume was kind of like a yeah gambit ripoff thing. I, I so like I said, I like the design. I'll give it like if I had to give it a whatever, I'd give it like on a his six costume. out of ten or something. It's, uh, on his like costume and and a lot of the art yeah. and everything in the book itself. The story is pretty neat. You know, I like that it's just a one-off type of deal. But yeah. I was missing some backstory, as you said. Um, so they would mention things in the book that I didn't really understand what that was coming from. Yeah, they talked about Unity a lot, which I guess was a team-up with other Valiant books. Yeah, yeah, like his love interest in the book was in it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a cool book. It was uh, the right price, so you can't, you know, can't, yeah, right. uh, can't beat that. So it was interesting. I didn't hate it, that's for sure. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty interesting premise. I like the idea of, like, this training program and that they're not, it's like, it's kind of appropriation, though. It's like this English uh, MI6 program that, mm-hmm. you know, ninjas, but uh, it was cool. Yeah, it's very weird. That was weird, but it was it's different and i appreciate different in a world of like marvel copying dc dc copying marvel right, just yeah. you know it's all the same. kind of just changing a few different things and making similar characters and i appreciate this is different because when i first started reading it i was like oh man this is just ninja batman this guy's yes rich this guy's rich and you know it's it, it alludes to some past trauma you know he can't be too involved with this love interest of his yeah, but then it kind of goes into this bigger story with these with the program, which I really appreciated. Yeah, and his family is are like his family. Most of the kids that they recruited were like orphans, but his family are mm-hmm. actually agents. I kind of saw mm-hmm. that too. I was like, okay, this is Batman mixed with a few other things. Yeah, um, and even though it's still Batman mixed with a few other things, it was, I think it was well done in that aspect. Like they did, they changed it up enough right yeah to where it's its own thing definitely yeah yeah it's definitely separate enough and and that only exists because batman is so part of the lexicon that people will be like oh yeah Mm -hmm. that's that's just batman with whatever so yeah because i hate it one of my biggest arguments online is when people say that moon knight is just batman which i'm like what you don't know anything about moon knight because yeah have you read it (laughs) he's a guy that beats people up at nighttime that's probably the only thing they have in common yeah he's got gadgets yeah he has that stupid plane (laughs) <laughs> themed gadgets like batman right but he's also like psycho yeah he has like three different person i just hate it i'm just like why why are you talking but I, I i liked it i liked his gadgets i liked that they start out with the first ninja even though it is stupid that is ninja a b c or whatever it's ninja <laughs> that they they didn't use any gadgets or any technology then the second guy that was actually he wasn't even uh japanese he was a British soldier from MI6. Then they trained him to be Ninja V, but he started using guns and like a handheld blowtorch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He he wasn't as good as Ninja A, so he had to adapt yeah. technology. I thought that was pretty cool. It had a little bit. It had a perfect amount of mystery because it was they had the guy come back. Spoiler: This is all full spoilers. Whatever. <laughs> Ninja C comes back. That for me that threw me off a little bit. That the characters have the ability to live into their hundreds. Yeah, it was confusing me on the timeline. That was really what was throwing me off. Like the like Ninja K doesn't have any powers, but he ha- can heal himself through meditation, mm-hmm. 
and the other ninjas can do the same thing. Right, and they can slow the aging process. Like the black chick, she she's like supposed to be seventy or something, but they drew her to look like she was in her twenties, looking thick. <laughs> I did, I did like that in the older characters, like Ninja D's villains or whatever, like Madame Charade. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That was really the, cool. the pulpiness of it was cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's something that appeals to me because I like old school comics. Yeah, definitely. And and then having her in there and then kind of they explained hers very well. She had the ability to change, and then it caught up to her, and now she's old. She can't control it, and she's about to die. Yeah, like her skin's all flappy. Yeah, like really loose. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I like that a lot. It was cool. But Ninja C is 90 years old, and he's fighting the, the elite ninja right now, the main character. He's fighting him like toe-to-toe pretty much. It was definitely, <laughs> like I said, it was it was really hard for me to kind of figure out what the timeline was. Even how old Ninja K is, he kind of looks old. Yeah, he does. They drew they drew him different. I feel like the way they drew him in different issues looked different. Yeah, he looked like the last issue. He looked older than he did say the first time they showed him. Right, he kind of looked. There, there wasn't a significant time difference. He kind of looked like Don Draper, Madman mm-hmm. at the beginning, and then he started looking. Yeah, he looked real. He looked like Frank Castle at the end. <laughs> right, that's beat what up Frank, beat up old man. Let's say, yeah, Punisher. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't know. It was an interesting book, I'll say that. I I, I haven't read yeah. anything like it. I mean, I have, yeah. but not like that. It, it for me, it was refreshing to get a new story. Mm-hmm. Like it was James Bond meets Batman meets Ninja. That pretty much sums it up, I guess. That's what I was trying to combine it with something because definitely, yeah, James Bond, and and I can see the he's got more gadgets than just james bond so it's more batman yeah, he had a pl- i think it's the plane the plane always yeah. does the batman thing to me yeah but there was something else that I, I can't remember now but there was something else i was like oh this is totally like whatever uh, he had that one drop he he was dropping out of the plane and he for some reason had a full suit of armor and then when the when the house blew up when they were killing ninja d or no Ninja D3 or whatever his name was. But that was what he completely covered his body in armor. So that was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had that, yeah, kind of slip-on armor. Then there was one that had a giant, not a giant mech, but they had like a, a mech armor that he had to fight whenever they went to that one. Him and C went to that place mm-hmm. to get the information, which I thought that was cool, but he beat the shit out of that thing pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, there's always a, a scapegoat. Like, who do you think trained... Well, yeah, hey, oh and so what like it's easy. I know everything about it. Here's three ninja pellets. Yeah. <laughs> You're dead. It was pretty good. I like it. I think I, I've I've been slowly dabbling in a little bit of Valiant books, but and even though I feel like this is a good jumping point, they're lacking in the aspects that this is number. It was a number one. It starts with number one, one through five or whatever. But it's it still goes back to the old stories, like the Unity thing, Livewire, mm-hmm. which is a cool character. A total total ripoff of a character that we created called War Bu- Warbucks. So I'll have to send a letter about that. Yeah, and then send a copyright. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys, a, you guys owe us a certain amount of money. Cease and desist. Yeah, for sure. Um, total ripoff of that character, even though probably done way better. But, I mean, without that, I feel like the story could have been still good without... Like, they could have just gave him a normal love interest, and they could have not tied it to Unity... Yeah, that was definitely, it was just, like I said, uh, I didn't quite understand everything that was going on. I didn't know if there were past issues that I should have read before I got into it, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, yeah, like we said, it, it was 
interesting enough to hold on to. It's good. It's a good thing. So, uh, ten scale. What would you give it? The just overall book. Uh, I'll give it the old seven out of ten. Uh, yeah. I say anything anything above five is is passable. Six mm-hmm. is like eh, whatever. But seven is a good solid like. Seven is yeah. safe. Yeah, seven's a good. Yeah, one. medium, medium. Well, <laughs> I would give it an eight, and that's pretty high. I that's I I don't usually give tens. Nine is I loved it. Eight is I enjoyed it enough. It made me want to read more. So anything that makes me want to read more of something, like that story, like it ended, and I was okay with that story ending. But it also made me want to read other Valiant books, like there's Exo Man of War. Mm. I want to read that one. Shadow Man is one that I want to, and that just made me kind of want to read these books that aren't tied to Marvel and DC. So, yeah, I gave it the eight as in far as in terms of like making me want to seek out these other books. Yeah, the, the even at the end of it where it has the pages of the other the other books that are available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was interested in the other characters, so yeah. I can agree with that. And what's cool about Valiant is they're doing they're really taking care of comic book fans in the you know quarantine times. They're every week they come out with a new volume uh, for free of their different stories. So I, I'm if I'm not reading them, I'm at least downloading them because it's the internet and people only offer free things for a certain amount of time. Yeah, only so, as long as people are dying. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm kind of creating a backlog of Valiant books. Even And what's cool about Comixology is they have a lot of the older um, the older Valiant books, which I don't know if I should read those. Like, if, will it throw off the story of the new? I don't know. Mm, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I got nothing but time on my hands, guys. Marvel Marvel has been doing that too, guys. If you, if you haven't looked, look on Comixology if you have access to it. Uh, Marvel's been releasing a lot like they had Planet Hulk on there. They had a lot of stuff that they were putting out so for free. Good. Yeah, they had yeah, Planet so. Hulk on and Planet Hulk, and you don't have to have unlimited for these books. Right. Planet Hulk, I think Secret Empire is on there, which is not good. <laughs> but it's a good it's a fun read. I gotta like it. Did you finish it yet? Yeah, as like an alternate. I like it as like it. It doesn't fit with me because I, as I was reading through, it, I was like, "Wait, is this part of the regular timeline?" I was one hundred percent okay with all of it. Like people hated the Hail Hydra cap and they hated that he could lift Thor's hammer, and and I was okay with all of that. Like I'm okay. Like again, I like mixing it up. Right. I like I like a new status quo. I'm tired of just rinse and repeat every you know four or five years. So it's like cool. Cap's evil. Who cares, man? He's kind of vanilla, anyways. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's actually interesting. It's the first interesting thing that's happened to him in a long time. Uh, but then, at the last issue, just old school Cap just materializes yeah, from yeah. the inside of, and then beats like that's how they ended it. I was like, I could, what? I could, yeah. They should have, they should have done something else with the ending because, like I said, I was, I was really confused, and that's when I, and I don't. I read comics, but I don't stay up to date. So when uh-huh. Iron Man, when Tony Stark is in there as like this holographic AI, I was yeah, super like a blue head or whatever. <laughs> and uh, you know, son of Odin, it's not really Thor; it's the son of Odin or whatever with his other yeah. hammer. I was he's not worthy, anymore. right? I was I was super confused about what was going. Yeah, because you need to read for the Thor story. You need to read Original Sin, where he lost the ability to hold his hammer, and then Jane Foster picks it up. And then for the Iron Man story, you need to read Civil War Two. Like they tie, they try to tie it to so many different books. Oh, I Civil War Two. Civil War Two. I don't remember that, but okay. Well, at the end, he's in a coma. Oh, okay. Ah. Uh, and then so I got it. 
in that in that stasis pod, he uploads his conscious. It's a backup of his consciousness. I see. Civil War Two is so bad. It yeah. It just seemed it was super confusing. It seemed like it needed to be a standalone alternate history, like Old it, Man Logan. Well, or it just didn't need to be called Civil War Two. It could be called something else. Well, I mean, I mean, um, what was it? Secret Empire, or whatever. Oh, Secret Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I felt like that was almost like an Old Man Logan thing, where it should have been its own. That's it. That's all. Yeah, it had a lot of out of character. Well, it made like. Punisher was working for Hydra or something like it just made all these weird choices. Like these characters were still mm-hmm. just because it was Captain America. They were like, Oh, Hydra's not so bad. Right. Instead of yeah. like, well, Captain America is just evil now. <laughs> right. They're just yeah. like, Oh, it's Captain America. We should trust them. <laughs> terrible, man. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is what we're going to do for next month. I have two choices and I'm going to ask you, and then I might pull, put a poll on Twitter and see what people think. Put in a poll. So it might not even matter what you think. <laughs> well, yeah, you just throw them at me anyway. <laughs> so I got either Batman, The White Knight, okay. Sean, Sean Gordon Murphy, great story. I think you'll love it. Or God Country, just as a, a picture that I just envisioned because I would love it so much. Oh, I don't know. I honestly, yeah, I honestly think either one of those I think you'll enjoy. They're both uh, standalone issues. And unlike Ninja K, and unlike you know Civil War, Secret Empire, or anything like that, you won't need any backstory. Everything with White Knight, you'll already know. And then God Country is just—it's not comic book. That's not like superheroes. Hmm. Hmm. So that might uh, be a good change of pace. Yeah. So I'm kind of—I w- I would like to reread either one of those. So well, yeah. If the if the public gives a shit <laughs> what yeah. I think about either one of those, y'all poll, and yeah. uh, we'll we'll review it. Okay, so yeah, I'll put out a poll tomorrow with the new episode, and that's all I got. You got anything, Sam? No, man. I'm just I'm super excited to be here. Like I said, uh, you know, this is fun. I'm glad, I'm glad had, to be I'm talking to, to you every week. Yeah, so. I had a bunch of fun. Today was fun. I feel like we got straight to business. Not really. Yeah, I'm gonna get some <laughs> of the, more of this Genro stuff and just get wasted. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So with that, we will see you guys next week. All right. Bye, guys.